Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life, you've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game, and you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work, and you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me, and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. Hello, hello. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm excited about today's episode. We've got some really hard truths for you. And I know you're ready to hear them. So I'm just excited to get into this. Um, I was sharing on my Instagram, which if you don't follow me on there, let's be Instagram friends. Despite TikTok and threads and all the other places to hang out, Instagram is still by far my favorite place. So if you want to connect, make sure you're following me. It's at Dr. Morgan Coaching. So Dr. Morgan Coaching would love to connect with you. But anyways, I was sharing on there and I was talking about how I had a photo shoot scheduled and ladies, especially, you know, you've got a photo shoot scheduled. You got to get your hair done, your nails done. You got to pick out your outfit. You got to think about the vibe, the colors. I mean, this is a whole thing. Okay. 
And I had put all this time and I was ready to go. And literally my boyfriend and I were in the car. He's driving me there. And then I get the call that the photographer had an emergency and, you know, totally get it. Not going to lie. I was frustrated in the moment though, because it was very last minute. And I remember I thought to myself, okay, I can freak out about this. I can cry, ruin my makeup, get so frustrated, right? And probably younger me would have done that. Emotionally dysregulated me would have done that. But instead I said, okay, how can I make this into an adventure? How can we have fun with this? And as soon as I got off the phone with the photographer, I looked at my boyfriend and I said, hey, let's go have an adventure. You get to be my photographer. (laughs) And he totally rolled with it, you guys. I was so proud of us as a couple in that moment because he had worked a long day this is eight o'clock at night. We're trying to get the golden hour vibe. You know, it's not like either one of us was like super energized or excited, but we made it fun. He drove around, found the most perfect spots. He was hyping me up the whole time. And this was one of our most memorable nights that we've had in a long time. And I think this is a lesson in when life gives you lemons. You want a partner who's going to make lemonade with you. I just came up with that (laughs) because I was thinking about it. It's like life is going to give you lemons. The photographer is going to cancel last minute, right? The offer you put in on the house is going to fall through. One of you may experience a crazy health diagnosis. How realistic is that? Like so many of us go through health scares, right? Like Life is going to give you lemons. Make sure that you are with someone who makes lemonade when that happens. Because trust me, I have been in the relationships where if things go wrong, it's a freak out, it's an overreaction, it's anger, it's stonewalling and not talking to each other for days, and someone who's spiraling, right? No, like, I will never do that to myself again. And I hope any of you listening who can relate to that know that, hey, your standard can be a partner who works with you, who shows up with you, who builds with you, who overcomes any obstacles with you as a team. Like You get to have that as a standard. And I know that the photographer canceling is something small, but the reality is, is even in the big things, I'm really grateful to say that I have someone who stands by my side and I always feel secure through whatever happens and I feel supported. And if I don't feel supported, I get to verbalize that and then we get to work together to come back to secure attachment. And that's that's really a lot of what embodying secure attachment is about is being able to work through whatever happens in life and work through it as a team and work through it with that foundation of secure attachment that you know you've got each other's back, right? And you know that you're going to show up for each other, okay? I don't know about you, but I think back to some of my less healthy relationships and man, there were some times where I felt like life had knocked me down and my partner, instead of being there, 
they were so emotionally dysregulated and struggling in their own trauma that they actually kicked me while I was down. Like I remember one time um, I was living in San Diego and I was in this apartment complex that had a garage. And for some reason, I had forgot to lock the door on my car and somebody stole my laptop um, and my workout gear. Maybe, no, the laptop was in Portland. Okay. I've had my car broken into a few times. Okay. But no, in San Diego, it was like they stole my workout gear. They stole a ton of like valuable stuff that I had in the backseat of my car because I was busy, busy, busy. So I was living out of my car at the time, basically. Um, and my partner was like, well, you should have locked the door, right? No, I'm sorry that happened to you. No attunement. Just like, yeah, that was dumb. You should have locked the door. And this really speaks to how people show up when they're in survival mode. If you're dating somebody and they're in survival mode, they're not going to have capacity to be attuned to you, right? They're just kind of thinking of themselves. They're, they're reacting instead of responding intentionally. And what happens is we just get more wounded in those kinds of relationships. It confirms with us. It like confirms our negative beliefs about ourselves, right? Like in that instance, I was like, yeah, I am dumb. I should have locked the door. I'm terrible. How could I do that, right? Instead of <laughs> a partner who picks you up when you're down and they reassure you and they give you self-compassion and they show up in the way that an ideal parent would show up for you, right? Not saying your partner's your parent, but it's that concept of a partner who offers support, offers validation of what you're feeling, offers stability, offers to help you regulate your emotions, right? And and offers empathy. And when you didn't have that as a child, and then you start experiencing that as well in romantic relationships where you're getting chronically emotionally invalidated, and you're just experiencing that over and over, sometimes you fall in the trap of, well, this is just how relationships are. And I want to remind you, that's not how they have to be. So one, I know I'm talking a lot about, you know, the kind of partner we want and how important reassurance is. And I, I really wanted to hit that home. The other thing I want to talk about is your relationship standards. And we're going to go deep into standards. I love talking about this because it's just so life-changing. When you really get this concept, it can dramatically change your dating life. So I'm going to talk about that. Uh, before we move on, I want to give you this quote because this really sums up the reassurance part that I'm talking about. Here's the quote. The more often a child experiences nurturing in times of distress, the more easily they grow to nurture themselves and others in times of distress. Mm. This is powerful because I want you to realize that if you did not receive nurturing, in times of distress as a child, you will really struggle with self-soothing. You'll really struggle to reach out for help when you need it. You'll struggle to even express your emotions or to even name your emotions, right? There's so many blocks that get built when you didn't have nurturing as a response. And it will prevent you from choosing partners who show up to nurture you because that won't 
feel right, right? It's like your old relationship template is no, I'm self-reliant or I don't feel things or I just push through. And then if you do have someone that's trying to nurture you and love you and support you, you'll probably say, oh, something's wrong with this. They like me too much. They're, they're too invested in me, right? You'll like, your brain will come up with reasons why that person's not right for you. So I just want you to realize you owe it to yourself to change the relationship paradigm, right? The relationship model that you have because you are deserving of someone who shows up and gives you reassurance when you need it. And as I said earlier, somebody who's willing to make lemonade with you when life gives you lemons, because life will give you lemons. Life is life, right? It's all about how you respond to it. And you want someone that's going to be that teammate where you can respond well. All right. The next thing we're going to get into is standards. One of my favorite topics. Anytime you enter into a new relationship, you are creating what I call relationship culture. And relationship culture is this unspoken norms, rituals, beliefs, ways of being that exist within the relationship. And every relationship has a culture, right? You have expectations and norms and models for how it should be. And life gets really good and really juicy when we realize, oh, I can create my relationship culture intentionally. I get to decide how do I want to feel. I get to decide what does this relationship look like. I get to decide what are the ways that we want to connect. How do we handle conflict? How do we grow together? How do we celebrate each other? I get to intentionally create the culture that feels good to me. Because I don't know about you, but if I was going off of the culture that I saw in society or the culture I saw from my own adult romantic relationships in my life, family, friends, etc. That's not culture that I want, y'all. I need to create my own intentional culture. And once you start to realize that, you feel a lot more empowered. um, And it really, really helps you be aware of it from the beginning. Because you're creating culture from date number one. How you show up from date number one impacts how you'll show up for the rest of the relationship. This is why I always say if you want a marriage filled with games or you want a long-term relationship filled with games, then play games while you're dating because that's the kind of relationship you're going to get. So y'all who know me know I'm a big proponent of open, honest, direct, securely attached communication from day one because we're creating the culture of the relationship from day one. Okay. So I want you to get this. And then I want you to realize your standards matter. As you're dating, you're going to have experiences. You're going to notice how you feel when you're with the person, one of the most important things you can do. And instead of putting expectations on that person, expecting how they should show up, I want you to realize you need to see how they're going to show up. You need to be a love scientist. You need to do that objectively. And if you are having expectations, your data will be inaccurate. You won't actually know who this person really is or how they really are if you're having expectations about how things are going to go. So you need to have no expectations and have absolute clarity on your standards 
and then gather the data as you're getting to know them and see, does this person show up and meet my standards? And I see so many people get this wrong in a lot of ways. They don't have clarity on their standards. They go in with so many expectations, right? Like they're, they're kind of like, um, you know, blind, they're wearing rose colored glasses as they're dating. So they totally miss the red flags or the yellow flags. Um, and then a lot of people are not focused on how they feel while they're dating. Cause you need to tune in and say, Hey, do I feel how I want to feel? Is this the kind of life I want to create? Right. They're not focused on how they want to feel. Instead, they're focused on, does this person like me? And good Lord, that's like the worst thing that you could focus on. So I want you to think about this clarity on the standards, no expectations. Okay. And then how do I feel when I'm in the presence of this person? Those are some of the most important things you can focus on when dating. And I want you to think about your standards. Standards are non-negotiables. Standards are how you want to feel, how you want to be treated, what kind of relationship you want. An example is integrity, right? That's a standard for me. Honesty, do what you say you're going to do. Integrity, honesty, absolute non-negotiable. If I catch you in a small lie, I'll call you out on it. I'll give you an opportunity to not do that again and to give me an explanation. If you do it again, I'm done. I'm done, right? Like, And that is clarity on standards, right? Other standards would include if you know family is so important to you and you want to build a family, that family is important, right? This is some values. Standards and values can definitely overlap, right? Like your value system and standards, those can be interchanged. Um, other, Other standards include someone who is ambitious, someone who is loyal, someone who wants to travel with you. If travel is like your number one joy in life and that's part of your identity and you want that. Um, Standards about how you handle conflict. Someone who can peacefully navigate conflict, who is always improving their communication, right? Like that's a huge one. Who's working on themselves. A standard could be someone who has done personal development work. They've gone to therapy. They've done coaching. Maybe they read the book attached, like get clarity on what you need in a teammate. What do you need in that person who's going to show up by your side and build with you? Okay. What are the non-negotiables? And then as you're dating, you're just kind of relaxed, leaned out, right? I think about you want to be leaned out when you're dating and you're just feeling does this person match up with the standards I have for my partner? Right. And please, please, please. I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you have a standard for someone else, you better be meeting that in your own personal life. If I desire someone with integrity and loyalty, you better be showing up that way in your life. Right. We can't ask for a standard that we ourselves are not meeting. Okay. I think that this is so important, you know, and I'll say this, I think a lot of times, a lot of us, when we were dating in our, our early days, we had different standards. We didn't even know what our standards were. And we were going off of old models for relationships. 
And we were probably seeking out people who mirrored our early childhood experiences, right? Like there can be so much chaos that you create in dating. And a lot of that goes away when you work on yourself to completely rewire your brain for healthy love, to work on your belief systems, to your attachment style, to your securely attached identity and making sure that's crystal clear to developing assertive communication skills, right? Like you work on all of this, you work on yourself and then you develop the standards and guess what? The chaos in your dating life goes away and you actually enjoy dating. That's one of my favorite things with clients we work with is they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun dating. I've never enjoyed dating before. There's all these securely attached men and it's like they fell from the sky. It's like, I hear you. I hear you, girl. I remember feeling that way. They didn't fall from the sky. They have been there. You just weren't attracted to them. And it takes doing the inner work in order to change who we're attracted to and just how we go about dating. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I know I did. And I really just want to encourage you if you're listening to this, if you're feeling hopeless, I get it. I used to feel that way too. And I know that we can see all of our friends getting married. It's wedding season. And we see all these happy couples. Maybe you have friends who are already on their second baby or wherever they are in life and you're comparing yourself. I want to just give you so much compassion. It's never too late to change how we show up. It's never too late to do healing work that transforms us. You get to be the main character of your life, the writer, the producer, the director. It's your life and things can change for you whenever you decide that they need to change. And obviously, I'm someone who basically spent the whole decade, even more time than that, um, of their 20s really in unhealthy relationship dynamics and really just repeating horrible patterns over and over and over. And I was able to stop that, do my own healing work, become a different version of myself, become securely attached, release the weight of childhood trauma, release all of that, show up differently and really bring into my life my my dream person. And it's not just me. I've helped so many people do that. So I just want you to know, like, it's possible for you. And we help, I've helped people in their 50s and their 60s. It really, truly is never too late. Okay. And I do want to invite you if you know that you need to do this work. The summer is a great time. I do have the securely attached summer offer. There's some limited time offers happening this summer. So don't miss out. This really, truly is a great time for you to do the work inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program. The link to apply is in the show notes. Make sure you do apply. Uh, Don't wait. We have limited spots. This is a highly intensive program. This is not just a course. You will receive customized guidance. You will have all the support. You will have community, right? So we have to limit our spots. So if you know this is for you, don't wait. Make sure you apply today. The link is in the show notes. 
And I do have one other announcement. This is kind of fun. Today is literally the last day, the 31st, the last day to enter the self-care summer giveaway. And you will get books that I adore. Okay, I did throw in my own book, but trust me, it is pretty good. Like we have 37 five-star reviews on Amazon. So people love it. I threw in a signed copy of my book, Love Magnet. I threw in Susie Moore's book, Let It Be Easy. I'm a huge fan of Susie Moore. She's awesome. And you also get Dr. Zoe Shaw, her 365-day self-care guide. It's one piece of self-care you can do every day. And trust me, it's life-changing. Those amazing books. I also threw in some skincare that I love, some pens, a journal, um, other things I'm forgetting. But this is a really, really fun giveaway prize. All you need to do, it's super simple. All you need to do, leave a written review of the podcast, screenshot it, and then DM it to me on Instagram. And my handle is drmorgancoaching on Instagram. So write a written review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, send me a DM and you'll be entered for the giveaway. And I am going to announce the winner on August 2nd. And then I will be mailing this awesome package to you. Unfortunately, since I have to ship it, please be in the US. Um, But I mean, it doesn't hurt to leave a review, even if you're not in the US. I always greatly appreciate it. I seriously read everyone. So thank you so much to this community. You all are awesome. I appreciate you. I'm sending you so much love. And of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.